Now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab, jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. Pat and AJ podcast. Am I giving you chills over there? Chills. Oh boy, that's impressive in Arizona. I got her quivering over there. What's going on? It gets chill or something? Grabbing the, uh, the big blanket over Get there. Here. You need a blanket, really? <laughs> I've been cold lately, yeah. <laughs> to, to quote a co-worker of mine, it's hot as balls. I know. And this is a guy who's a U.S. Army veteran of the Iraqi uh, war. That's impressive. And even that guy's like as hot as balls. Here you are. You want a, a blanket. A blanket. It's a nice blanket. <laughs> it is. What the hell was that? Well, that's our kid, man. Good God. <laughs> There's just always something going on around here. <laughs> Who'd you get that blanket from? Um, I, one of my uh, adult Irish dancers back in Michigan. That's right. She made it for me. I knew she. she's so awesome. She um, altered one of my uh, dance dresses. Mm-hmm. And she made me that blanket and sent it in a box and said, you know, we didn't have a lot of time to say goodbye, so here you go. And I love it, and it's super warm and comfy. It is interesting to see us kind of get into um, the waning months of summer and doing it in a different geographical location. Because when you're in the Midwest, even though August is kind of what you call the dog days of summer and it gets muggy, but the days are super long and you're... Really soaking it up because you know that straight ahead of you in just a couple months is the dark doom and gloom of what happens when clocks change and all that. Here, we've hit about the like the, the time in the summer when the locals are just annoyed with like <laughs> the heat. Everybody is kind of annoyed, aren't and they? And they're just like, eh, I'm ready for winter. You know, I mean, which, wait, which winter's I like saying, 78. I was going to say winter here. We can yeah. still use our pool. Like, that's yeah. crazy to me. But it's just funny. Like, this is the point where everyone, eh, it's been but two months in. I yeah. like it because, I and I've said this a hundred times, I don't feel like we have to like shove everything into three months out of the year. I don't feel like we have to, you know, enjoy ourselves nonstop 24 hours a day because winter's coming. <laughs> and uh, it, it's because it's not, there's no winter here. I use that exact analogy. I, I lied. I, I've been told it'll snow here, but they One said time. it'll melt before you wake up. So no, I, I don't consider that winter. <laughs> I use the same analogy with someone at my work who's a new resident and said the same thing about, well, I didn't leave my room and I felt bad. It's a beautiful day. And I was like, the great part is welcome to Tucson. It's a beautiful day every day. Yeah, so, that's why I, it's kind of like easy for me to work from home and yeah. work inside because I'm like, tomorrow's going to be yeah. beautiful too. And so is the next day and yeah. the next day. But, you don't feel bad about missing a nice day because they're all nice. I get it for the folks who are in the plains in the Midwest. You know you're starting to soak it up every yeah. last drop because that that clock is a ticking. She's a tick-tocking down. So depressing. I think I'm I so saw sorry. the, um, who was it, the bath Michigan Police Department. Oh, they're so freaking funny on their yeah. social media. They're like one of those small town yeah. police They've departments. They've gone viral like yeah. three times because they're so damn funny. They're just funny online, and they really you just curated a great uh, online persona for them. But they already shared a meme that was all about, hey, don't forget, in three months, and it was a meme of just like pure snow and driving. Oh. It's like 
We'll be doing this again. God, I enjoy. I have had so many people say, what brought you to Tucson? They're like, oh, you came a long way. And every time I say the weather, they're like, that's it? I'm yeah. like, absolutely. I, I can't did. do winter anymore, you guys. Yeah. I can't do it. Do you know what I haven't? Ha- Actually, I lied. I've taken it once since I got What's here. That? You know what I haven't had to take? What's that? My asthma meds. Oh, yeah, sure. I took, them the other d- I took them the other day because I felt like I was coming down with a cold and... A cold for asthmatics just turns into a nightmare. So I'm like, I'll get on top of this, but I, I haven't had any problems. That seemed to be, for me at least, um, the reason why everyone from Chicago and the surrounding area ended up in Arizona. I remember yeah. the lore of, oh, well, so and so left or they retired or they, you know, ended up out in Arizona. Why? Oh, because of so and so's health. And it was usually. Yeah. Asthma related. Hell, I mean, the reason. If, I have had if, no asthma problems yeah. since we got here. I take my inhaler on bike rides and to dance class, and I rarely use it. If you go into, into folklore, Doc Holliday had tuberculosis, and yeah. that's why he came out this way, because they said it'd be better for yeah. his lungs. So uh, that does not shock me, because that's always been like the lore. People are like, oh, you got whatever kind of health condition. I'm going yeah. to Arizona. I mean, it's true. That was kind of the, one of the reasons we wanted. Well, it was a big reason we wanted to move to a warmer yeah. climate, but we were just done with winter and trust me like this is a hard move to make this was a big ass move and it wasn't easy but now that we're settled in i do not regret it seems like the locals are done with summer so yeah it was funny i i went to dance class and i said i'm probably not gonna last long i've got i've been fighting this cold and it's it's literally just because i threw off my sleep working overnight shifts because i don't work overnights all the time and i walked into class i said i'm on the tail end or the beginning of this cold i don't know and she goes oh the tucson summer cold it's legendary and i said oh really she's like yeah everybody gets it at some point yeah my boss is out with something nasty too yeah so it's going around it goes around but i am uh, i would much rather I, I am fine dealing see, with 106 degrees but see, as long as there's no winter. I hate being sick. See, I hate being sick. Who, and, who likes well, being sick? Let me finish my fucking <laughs> sentence. I'm going to start with you on that. Let me get to the to the period. Okay. She's doing her own show over there. She's waiting for me to shut the fuck up so she can just keep talking. <laughs> I hate getting sick in the summer. It does suck. A summer cold, which uh, I've had before, are notoriously the shittiest. Because, one, there's the factor of it's summer, and it's a fun time, and it's when you should be doing things. Especially if you're in the Midwest, and you know you've got three exactly. months a year to get you know get your life in. But on top of that, just you can't get comfortable if you do still have to kind of suck it up and do some work and get out of the building. Because let's be honest, not all of us stay home when we're sick, right? And I, I just feel like when it's hot outside, it's summery, it just makes it even shittier. Like, I'd rather it be cold and drudgy if I have to, like, slub into the office kind of under the weather. It does feel weird to have a cold in the summer it doesn't feel right but i'm not moving back to the midwest to have a winter cold so welcome to episode 59 ladies and gentlemen of the pat and aj podcast extravaganza we appreciate you being here 59 59 is where we are one away from 60 and on and on we go you got you got it up on me man i'm taking a break from my podcast Oh, oh, really? Yeah, I What's need. What's going to, on with the uh, adult Irish I dancers podcast? Just don't have time right yeah, now. Sure. Like, and plus, like, I just kind of—I don't know if you call it a promotion at my job, but I just got like assigned 
other more important job duties. I believe that's actually the definition of a a promotion. I'm just saying. I got a promotion and I'm going to start. If they were to take away duties, then it's a demotion. They're going to start training me for it in September. And I'm like, I just cannot do this right now. So my my hat off to you because you're the one who deals with this podcast. I don't have time for mine. Well, you know, it's easy. What we're doing here is pretty easy compared to what you're doing with the the Irish dancers podcast. Yeah, I set up interviews every single week because who the hell wants to listen to me talk to myself yeah you know? yours is very much an interview podcast um which which i realize most people amateurs and let's be honest i mean fuck it if I, who's an amateur we're all professionals whatever you want to say you're a professional at but a lot of folks who start or like want to start a podcast a lot of them i notice for some reason all think that it should be interviews like they always want to book guests and like you said you had that happen on yours where other podcasts guests were or hosts were trying to book you on their podcast and i'm like what are you both going to talk about each other's podcast and that's what i didn't understand and that happened after like two episodes so i was really new and another podcaster said i want to have you on my podcast and i'm thinking why you don't want me to promote my podcast on your podcast do you i'm like i don't get it and i almost feel bad because i didn't ask him to be on my podcast because i i I, I feel like I feel like that's the economy of it is yeah. is that it's, oh, I have you on mine. It, it's very raw. Yeah. But it's weird to me because like my thing, and, and that's from the radio world of me, is like if we're going to do an interview, if someone special, if something unique is going to be here, like there's going to be a reason for it. It's not just going to be like to have someone here. And I feel like a lot of folks who got into podcasting realized, oh, it's really fucking hard to talk to yourself. Yeah. So Well, they, yeah, they haven't worked. 99% yeah. of podcasters have never worked in radio yeah so they have no idea so they want to have a partner and then well that gets boring so then we have to have a guest every week and so so this podcast yeah. really the only effort of this podcast is me and you getting, finding the time finding the time which i think we've fallen into a rhythm of when yeah. we can record and we'll be fine um so yeah don't don't give me like any kind of you know golden uh parade I just, I, because i'm getting this podcast out every week but, whenever i upload but thank you to everyone yeah. who flipped the fuck out when we took one day off i know that one day off that actually people, meant a lot to us because it, it made us realize yeah people actually still are listening yeah i mean i would have lost interest by now i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah screw them they're not on the radio anymore but it's funny because you listen to to like stern every day like every oh, day so religiously what, so like yeah. what would you do if like howard just like took took a a week on howard you know? takes a lot of weeks well so. i know it's well, different for him but 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 that's what i'm saying what if uh, what if all of a sudden one day that content wasn't available to you because so, that's what you do you just dig into content i kind of love what they do during the summer because he takes the summer off and what they've done this past week has been like exceptionally awesome what for me doing? what are they doing um it's without a, it being a fucking promo okay. yeah no um it's an snl week so they are re-airing interviews okay. they've done with snl right. st- or stars over the years okay and um it's so, fantastic because so, okay. i love snl okay so let's imagine when you're doing your hair and you tell your alexa to fucking play them imagine you did and it was just something you would already heard and I, st- it, I still listen usually oh, I, I know i'm trying to fucking rationalize this to her she can't see it she's like people don't like us she's <laughs> incapable of thinking anyone including myself really likes her like she's really waiting for me one day to be like i gotcha gotcha don't like you gotcha nerd girl <laughs> i'm leaving she does so she's in she cannot accept your praise so yes i can accept your praise thank you for the yes. people who uh, uh, reached out and were very vocal about shit, man, you guys were were off that Friday. Uh, please say you're not going to stop doing them totally. No, so thank we you. just had to find some sort of new yeah. schedule with See? us both both working. I can process your praise. This one over here, nope, no way. She looks. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking? To? <laughs>
<laughs> I think AJ is annoyed with me. I don't think she's going to say it. Why? Because I am so deep into the mental health world. I am swimming in the deep end in an awesome way. And that's just my life. And myself and my wife, we talk more than the average couple. We just communicate more. We woke up this morning and talked for an hour and a half yeah. over coffee. Because we, have, we haven't seen each other. Yeah. You know? We've been sleeping. <laughs> But so like all of our stories now, now her stories are news, which is just literally all she does all day is just, you know, she works on the news. So it's just, she tells me all the headlines. Well, and it's not even interesting because like if you already know it, like I'm like, that's all I got. Like usually I don't have anything behind the scenes. Yeah, she just has like headlines. She's like, this happened, this happened, this happened, done. And all my, you know, stories now, because I'm working uh, in the mental health field, I come home from my day of doing whatever we did and. You know, I share as much as legally and ethically as I <laughs> as I can about how the day went. But um, it's just two different worlds. And now, like, I'm applying everything that I'm absorbing at work um, here, you know? Yeah, like, that's okay. Like, I'm sitting here like, she can't accept your praise, but I can. I know, it's weird. And I thank you, and I want to reverberate it. I'm not annoyed with you at all. <laughs> I Again, and we've, we've talked about this yeah. on a personal level. Like, I remember the one of the... The only time I thought about changing my major in college was when I was in a sociology class and I was so fascinated with psychology and all that stuff and, yeah. and just learning about people. And I thought maybe that's what I should do for a living, but I was too lazy to change my major. So I find this stuff really interesting. I'm not annoyed by you at yeah, all. Because I bring home all these like little worksheets that we are, uh, you know, that we work with with our residents. I mean, it's kind of nice. It's like free therapy on my end. It so. is kind of. I mean, I, I mean... <laughs> I'm not and just like most patients of all the ther- therapists, she doesn't really listen or absorb to what I say. She's just like, okay, say it at me. I was more annoyed <laughs> listening to you talk last weekend about Post Malone and then about an hour ago about Limp Biscuit. Okay. Oh, that- she was annoyed. I was watching um, Limp Biscuit. you know, Lollapalooza's over. And so we're going to see, this is, by the way, going to be a test, a test yes. of super spreader events because we have Lollapalooza up against Sturgis. And these are two different crowds, and I'm just going to take a wild guess here, considering that Lollapalooza required vaccination, vaccination, and negative COVID test, or oh, is or or okay. proof of a negative COVID test okay. up in 72 hours. And famously, Sturgis last year happened in the middle of a pandemic. I still can't freaking believe they, they and did led that to hundreds of cases all across the country. I am curious to see because I have a friend going to Sturgis um, who's vaxxed and ready for action. I'll be curious to see out of those two events, which ones become the super spreaders. Yeah, we haven't had enough time yet from no, Lala to find out know. if anybody uh, comes down sick. But I mean, but yeah. they, you know, two points for effort because... That's that's pretty big saying you have to either yeah. be vaxxed or, or have a negative COVID test. Yeah, which, yeah. which already... I don't think they're doing that at Sturgis. <laughs> no, I think I, it's a free for all. Freedom, baby. <laughs> they are actually requiring you to spit in each other's mouth to enter Sturgis. <laughs> As soon as you get to the town, they're like, listen, if you don't hock a loogie in that guy's mouth, get the fuck out. We are all for strengthening <laughs> immune systems. So spit in his um, mouth. Yeah, well, yeah, she was annoyed. I, I, I was watching Limp Biscuits uh, set from Lollapalooza because they're uh, they're back. And that was. I mean, I like Limp Bizkit too, but I just like I I, I don't yeah. you know I can't sit there and talk so, through a so, concert. So there we go. She'll she'll talk to me all day about uh, communicating styles and how yeah. we can open up about our feelings and our well, roles. And although our if I had system. to choose between the two, between Limp Bizkit and Post Malone, yeah. I would much rather talk about Limp Bizkit. Yeah, 
Can Post we talk Malone, about? I absolutely Listen. don't understand, and that's okay. I'm 38 years that's old. Okay. I don't think I meant to, but I I just don't get him at all. Uh, all I can say is is that we've needed the Limp Biscuit comeback uh, reunion. It's not, it's not even a comeback nor a reunion because they never really really went away. And they're back. And if you haven't heard, they played Lollapalooza, and the whole thing's on YouTube. You can just look at it, watch the whole show for free because it's streamed on Hulu. But uh, Fred Durst, who is just ingrained in most of our memories as in 1999, twenty something year old, yep, uh, dude with a hat on backwards, a flavor saver. And the baggy jeans and T-shirt. And yeah. he was like the, you know, the leader of this new metal revolution, this rap, rock, rage, Gen X, fucking, you know, just ball of energy that it was. And, you know, it's 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 such a specific moment in time. Well, and that's what I was thinking when, it, <laughs> you when, know? We, were, when we were watching it. And we watched we watched Limp Biscuit, part of Limp Biscuit. We About also thirty minutes. Yeah. We watched the whole Foo Fighters show, which is incredible. Yeah, that, that their show, oh. their headlining show at Lala at Lala was amazing. And if you can see the Foo Fighters, for God's sake, go see the Foo Fighters. My friend Jeanette just saw them the other night God in St. Bless Louis. Them. Yes, um, go see them. But it, if you watch Limp Biscuit, and then we watched Foo Fighters, and then you watch Post Malone, yeah. And very different act. that it's just like you said, it's a snapshot in time. Like, you know, a Foo Fighters and Limp Biscuit, a lot of, a lot of angry. We were all pissed but off. Like the Foo's, Foo's were doing their, like the Foo's are rock the and roll Foo, yeah, hall the Foo of Famers. Kind of doing their own thing. The Foo have ingrained songs where they still, they, they hold up. Um, Limp Biscuit was so, it's kind of like, like, like the early Kid Rock shit. That's why Kid Rock is yeah. doing like country and everything else is because, if he knows the rap, you can't keep putting out new rap rock shit. Well, and it's funny, too, to watch, like, Post Malone kind of lament about his feelings on stage. Yeah, and then that look, was, like, his first show back, right? And that then, was, like, his first show. And then to watch Limp Bizkit, and that's how, like, we grew up, where you, you didn't so talk angry. about your feelings. You were just pissed off about him. That's, that's all said. it was. We didn't talk about him. We just yelled. We were watching it, and I'm like, man, if, like, every song isn't just the definition of teen angst. Not like like 20 something. Just in general angst. A lot of angst, under you know, misunderstood and it is funny cuz it 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 as much as it holds up, it doesn't because, you know, Fred Durst uh name checks Generation X in one of the songs. Yeah. And we're already too fucking past that. Isn't that crazy? The, the people in the audience may have been Gen Z. Yeah. A lot of millennials, maybe some Gen Z. And he's on stage talking about Generation X, Generation Strange. And it's like, wow, you're not that guy anymore. So where I'm going with this and the beauty of this entire thing and why we need this back in our lives is because how do you go back to 1999 without it seeming fucking corny? Yeah. Without it seeming like you're just washed up band, it's easy. You come out dressed like a complete buffoon. Yeah. Like Fred Durst did. He's doing this. He's angry grandpa. He's, God damn, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't figure out who really? it was. Oh, I knew that from the, when oh, he actually. Oh my goodness. When he, when he, oh, when I first saw the picture of him coming out on stage dressed like, like oh, a dad, my I thought, oh, is, I really thought that was Johnny Knoxville. I was like, oh, is that Johnny oh, Knoxville? No, it's freaking Fred Durst. Fred Durst is completely gray now. So and, he had like yeah. a handlebar mustache. He's got gray hair. He came out dressed in like, um, like, what do they call them? High water trousers. Well, yeah, he has like, like a know, windbreaker. Khakis that are hiked up and he has like the white socks with the gym shoes. 
And uh, yeah, he has the windbreaker he has on uh, aviators like I do. Yeah, right now, um, I was going to say. And But it is natural. Like the hair is all his. Yeah. And it's, he's gone gray for a couple of years now. And the, yeah, and the handlebar is all his. It's impressive, though, because first of all, he has no wrinkles. He has aged yeah, he like aged, a fine wine. He's aged fine. So yeah. when I actually looked it up and when I said, holy shit, he's 50, 50 man. years old. Yeah. And his voice has not changed at all. He's still pulling off the vocals, which is funny because when I... Even when he talks, I'm like, your voice hasn't changed. Yeah, when I saw Limp Bizkit, they were headlining the Anger Management Tour. (laughs) It was them and Eminem. Yeah. And I ended up seeing a show that was sandwiched in between two dates that got canceled because of Durst's voice. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, with time, he learned how to have that aggressive style because he goes between, you know, kind of his rap, his rapping thing, yeah. kind of almost the whiny singing thing, into very aggressive, you know, growls and screams. And I remember during that tour, like, he kept these dates getting canceled because his voice would go out. I was, of course, I was listening to yeah. Stern last week and he was talking <laughs> yes. to Jim Brewer. Yeah. SNL week. SNL week. And he was doing an impression of somebody and I can't remember. And, and Stern asked him like, doesn't that mess up your voice? Because it's very, it's, gravelly, yeah, it's very yeah. gravelly. And like, I I know that that'll mess up your voice yeah. and that you have to learn how to talk to without learn. straining. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's... Because I had to go through speech therapy not yeah. very many years ago. I so. mean, the, you, there there's a method behind it because otherwise guys like, well, yeah, Fred Durst wouldn't have voices. Guys it, like yeah. Jonathan Davis from Corn. Yeah. There's a way to do that with your voice. And so, you know, Durst is still doing the vocals, but he's doing it in character. And yeah. it's not just... I don't want you to think that he's coming out in an outfit. Like how Lady Gaga comes out and she's like, I'm a space alien. Yeah. But then she's still Lady Gaga, just dressed like a space alien. Kanye West comes out wearing like a glitter face mask. He's still Kanye just with a glitter face mask. Fred Durst is doing an entire character where his interactions on stage are that of the dad. Yeah. His he's, da- he's like the incarnation of dad bod. And his dance moves, because he used to really jump around. I, I remember seeing him. He'd jump around. He had some moves. And now he is literally doing dance, like dad dance yeah. moves. It's fucking hilarious. Well, you have to. You can't pretend that you are still that 28-year-old yeah, rock you're star. Yeah. You're you're now your 50-year-old Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit. Like, you have to just own it. And and the the crowd will appreciate that. Your, your old fans it. will appreciate it. Your new fans will love it. Well, because that's what I was thinking was. Because they do look at you like an old band. You're, you, weren't, you haven't been a big deal for over two decades. That's what I thought about a lot of the kids who are probably in the audience. Because if they... I mean, yeah, this isn't, you know, 99, 2000. This is 20 years ago. So if you're, let's say, 25 years old, when you were a little kid, and let's say just, you know, let's let's say that you, you just started coming into conscious music and you remember that band. And, of course, you were too young to see them, yeah. right? This is your first opportunity to see that band. I kind of felt this way when we watched, um, what was the show we watched? I'm totally throwing a blank uh, with the new lead singer at Lala. Oh, Journey. Journey. Yeah, Journey. I, yeah. Want, oh, I wanted oh, to yeah. say Journey Chicago, is, but. Journey's relaunching into a whole well, renaissance. And yeah. Because I, like, I feel like those 25-year-olds in the crowd watching Limp Biscuit were kind of like me watching Journey. Journey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my parents listened to Journey. Yes. Um, and that was that's a very distinct memory for yeah. me growing up. And then Journey breaks up and, and then of course Jordan, you never get a chance to see Jordan. yeah and now they have a new lead singer who by the way is not as young as he looks no. oh my 
my God, is he amazing. But we all know Asian don't raise him. No, okay? holy That's cow, he's incredible. Black don't crack, but let me tell you, when you get he's, to my Filipino brothers and sisters, I thought he was like younger him. than me. I'm like, he's yeah. how, he's like 22. No, he's not. He's in, I think he's in his 50s. He looks good. Um, but yeah, the rest of the band, like they just own the fact that they're like yeah. old rock stars now, and they got a, a new quote-unquote, younger lead singer. So, yeah, that's how I, I kind of felt watching them. I'm sure the 20-something-year-olds felt it's, watching Limp Biscuit. It's yeah. a great way to evolve. They both evolved in wonderful ways. They really did because I did the same thing, and I was t- I was kind of telling AJ about it. I said I did the same thing when I was in college, 96 to 2000, uh, because all the hair bands were way out of vogue. Yeah. But they were like the first bands that I really got into when I was like 10 or 12. Sure. And all of a sudden, since Motley Crue is no longer at the top of the charts, Motley Crue is playing a much smaller venue. What happened to Flock of Seagulls, man? (laughs) Yeah, and like I'm able to go see them at a low point in their career, but it's my first time seeing them. So you're right. A lot of those younger kids now came out to Lala, and they're probably like, fuck yeah, Post Malone. Fuck yeah, whoever, Illenium. And then they're like, oh, no shit, Limp Bizkit. And then they all go to see Limp Bizkit. I'm telling you, dude, look it up on YouTube. And this is no joke. They don't fuck around and try to play any new music. No. They're playing all the songs you know. Boom, 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 boom. I I love it. None of that bullshit about, hey, the new album's streaming now on Spotify, and here's our single. No one wants to hear that shit, No. Just go for it. Go for the classics. Yeah, go check that out. That was cool. I'm going to take up that look. It's a good look. I, you could easily pull it off. <laughs> I, I could. You well, but no, you couldn't because Jesus. you're gray in the beard, but not you aren't gray yeah, on the head at all. Yeah, I don't have the whole the whole. I have like wispy grays in my hair. He's yeah. like he's like no, he's full, full blown, on gray. Yeah, full on silver. He's very. I mean, I I I trust me. I thought it was Johnny Knoxville because Johnny Knoxville has <laughs> also gone gray, and yeah. it very he looks just like Angry Grandpa. The weird part is everyone else in the band kind of aged normally, except for that drummer. He's new. He's like twenty two. Yeah. He's like the one guy in stage where you're like that guy wasn't alive when the band first formed but everyone else kind of looks appropriately aged and then just watching these guys perform from journey to limp biscuit oh my god i'm tired watching them i'm 38 years old i don't know how foo fighters how the hell they pulled this off night after night after night and and a lot of these guys are every night yeah a lot of these guys are you know old enough to be my dad and they are going out there rocking every night and here i am taking a vitamin B chew <laughs> in the middle of my news shift because I'm like, I can't stay away. This is literally what she said today after uh, uh, we went out because it's Saturday when we're recording. We went out, ate tacos, went to Costco, and she looks at me and she goes, that was so much fun. We should go home and take a nap. <laughs> hey, buddy. Oh, hey, Flo. You want to see something cool? Snapshot from Progressive. My insurance company told me not to talk to people like you. You always do what they tell you? <laughs> no. Try it. See what your good driving can save you. You don't even have to switch. Unless you're scared. <laughs> I'm not scared. Hey, I paid a uh, a ticket today uh, over the phone. Actually, I did it online. Uh, and we'll talk about that in, in Thursday's podcast. We will. We'll get to that. Did you have to, uh, uh, did you have to, was I correct in that it, there's like an extra charge if you pay it online? Uh, I think there's some kind of a fee if you don't pay it in person in general. That's how they get you. I'm kind of pissed off because I paid our uh, our waste management bill today. Yeah, the garbage man. Yeah, because, you know. That's an important bill to pay. I, I, it I is. I can't have garbage piling I'm up I'm still here. confused as to why taxes don't cover it. But Listen, 
It's Arizona. Yeah. So <laughs> freedom. Um, but I paid it today and it declined by payment like 15 times. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? So I, I'm like, I just, I don't know what the deal is. So I called and they chart, I swear to God, they're like five extra dollars oh, over, the phone. over the phone. I'm like, you douche canoes. Here's your five extra dollars. Um, my car had, I guess, been, you know, being monitored by not only your guardian angel, who's the reason why you should uh, drive slow, by the way. My mom had a bumper sticker that said that. Do you still have that in your car? To drive slow so your guardian angel can keep up. You used to have a little guardian angel pin in no, your I car. Don't. But my mom did give me that. She was big of on that. Of course she did. You know, uh, we already, I shit you not, recorded a piece about this. And when I listened to it, I was just like, meh. Mm. Just kind of came off like me bitching and AJ bitching that I'm bitching. <laughs> this wasn't entertaining. But now we've kind of come back full circle with it, and I feel like I should almost resurrect that. I should go dig in, in the archives for that. But um, I called it when I said that this little uh, app that AJ had me install on my phone and she installed on her phone for our new auto insurance here in Arizona would be a bust. And I was very upset about the fact that I had some mythological application on my phone telling me about my driving habits. And I really was like, maybe this will... You know, you encourage were. you to slow down a little bit because you are you are kind of a, a what I do they call it a lead, lead foot. foot. He's I a lead agree. foot. I mean, he just paid but, a speeding ticket. But listen, I have a hybrid. Okay, there's only yeah. so far I can go. Not like you can, you know, lead. It's not like you have a, a Porsche. Foot. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. A lead foot and a hybrid. Not fifty five max. Okay. <laughs> um. But no, listen. It did kind of come off. You were like, listen. You put it on your phone and it and it watches you and then we we get points and we you all you saw were like dollar signs. You're like we can save money, right? Well, yeah, they're like you get a discount. And so um, she rags on me and I put this thing on my phone. She has it on her phone and now you can like open it up and it'll tell you all about your driving. Yeah, it rec- it basically um, records. Yeah. I don't want to say records because it really isn't accurate. Logs. Appar- it logs your driving through your yeah. phone, which I'm still confused as this to how it can snapshot, do it. This is snapshot, by the way. Snapshot, By, by the way, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why the fuck we're talking about like code. I li- but- and that's not, it sucks because we've had Progressive for a while and I really yeah. like them and I always have. And this is the first time I was like... This is bullshit. But now, hold on. So this so this snapshot thing, which I'm pretty sure used to be like an actual device. It was a plug-in, yes. And I'm pretty sure you can still get the plug-in, and it's more accurate. Yeah. We're but like, they didn't offer it, so yeah. I was just like, oh, I'll put the app on my phone. But if you go online and look it up, it says you can get a plug-in device. So you've probably seen the pitch for it, and you've seen Flo or whoever tell you about it. You get the little snapshot thing, and then we reward your good driving, right? And to be honest, I mean, me and you, we've had auto insurance for how long and never filed a claim never yeah so i mean theoretically i'm like i like this idea yeah i mean we're already we're pretty decent listen, drivers we're already saving a lot on our auto insurance just by not living in michigan <laughs> i mean that's the first key to saving money on your auto insurance is leaving, leaving michigan, michigan. <laughs> then you immediately save money but so you know okay fine this is something that can reward good driving fine you get on me we do it it's an app whatever but immediately as soon as she falls out of the A minus range. Oh no no, I was B I was a, a B solid plus, B. I was a solid, solid B. B. 
as soon as, because this is one thing you have to know about AJ. She's very, like, goal-oriented. She's very perfectionism, sometimes to a point. Well, yeah, because this was kind of fun then. I'm like, yeah. this is a good, you know, a good, into a it's game, a goal. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's a she's, game. I mean, I'm sure in high school you stress the fuck out about shit. You do. You, oh, st- yeah. you stress I out about do. stuff. I still do. So all of a sudden she starts keeping track, really, after like a month or two of use of what our grades are. And can I tell you something? We're failing out of uh, driving school. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're flunking out yet, but we'd be pulled in and be... This is where they would tell us you need to come in every day for help just to get a passing grade. Yes. They'd be like, you are... (laughs) It was me and chemistry in 10th grade. (laughs) You are in fear of being on academic probation. So figure yourself out. Zero point zero. What was your grade last you checked? C minus. Mine's C minus too. Congratulations. And I call bullshit and here's why. <laughs> well, because what it'll do... Well, first of all, like our son, he listens to music from my phone. Yes. When we're driving home from school. So, now, so it counts so, that as phone use yeah. while you're driving and it bings you for it. I'm like, that's bullshit. Don't do that. Like, that's not cool. So like when you pull up this app and you would say, let me look at my, my individual drives. Cause that's what you can do. You can break it you down. You can see each, each trip you made. Yeah. And like, they'll tell you like, Hey, yada, yada, yada. It's very disturbing by the way, to see how much you drive. Yeah. And I don't even <laughs> think, I don't even feel like we drive that much. Yeah. And the mileage, I was like, holy hell. But okay. So you open it up and then you do all that and then you go okay well hold on on this drive it says that i use my phone a bunch i didn't use my phone and then you figure out oh shit that's when we were going wherever and our son dylan grabs your phone and he's on it and it counts that as you're using your phone that brings down your points there was another day too where i was in the passenger seat you were driving Mm -hmm. and i pull up my phone and snapshots like don't use your phone you're driving and i'm like no i'm not he's driving so that's why i'm like i don't Um, think you know as much as you think you know snapshot so i mean and again from the beginning i just listen as a person who was adult diagnosed with ODD, opposition defiance disorder, um, and just being a, a, a former Catholic as well, having the feeling of someone keeping a, like a watch over your keeping shoulder you, yeah. really creeps me the fuck out. And and as it should, I after a while, yeah. I was like, I don't like this. I don't even like Santa, okay? Because <laughs> I don't like, like why, why the fuck are you keeping tabs on me? So Stay out of my business. It's weird. So, After each trip, it'll tell you how many, quote unquote, yeah. um, it, it's either incidents, incidents or events. Yeah. I forgot which one it is. But it doesn't tell you what those events are. It just says you got this knocked down. This is all code. This is all ones yeah. and zeros. Because here's what else I, I was thinking about. As we, because it, it talks about hard breaks, right? That's all it ever says for me is you're heartbreaking. And so I actually kind of, I eased up a lot because I'm like, well, I don't want to, you know, burn out my brakes or or get a failing grade. But that's all it ever says is you have a hard break. But like, here's my thing. I know I'm hard on brakes since I have started driving cars. That's just, you're a lead foot. Yeah. I'm a lead foot. It's either all or nothing. (laughs) I slam on brakes a lot. Now that's why I got a hybrid because when I hit the brakes, it charges the battery. It's kind of nice. I'm finally, I'm finally completing my circle. So, um, but no, so as we're driving around yesterday, me and you, or Saturday, we are doing chores, this and that, and there are multiple occasions when we come to hard breaks. Because somebody's crossing the street at a crosswalk. Yes. There's a lot of crosswalks in the middle of busy streets in Tucson. Tucson is very pedestrian, outdoor friendly. They win over cars any day of the yeah, week. Yeah, and sometimes like it's really weird they have um they have lights that look like traffic lights, 
but they're for pedestrians and like during school time. So you think you're coming up to a light, but it's not doing anything. Mm. But you may come up to it and it's blinking because there are people crossing the street. Now there are crosswalks in the middle of busy streets in Tucson that have no lights. And it's just somebody walking across the street. So yeah, we slammed on the brakes quite a few times to avoid pedestrians. So what I'm thinking is on those drives, is it logging that? Yes. Again... It's, it's logging it as a bing against you. Yeah, it's just ones and zeros, right? Uh, it goes, oh, hard brakes. Looks like naughty you. I'm going to ding you on that. Meanwhile, if I wouldn't have hard uh, brake, You would have hit a person. Ran somebody or ran into someone's car. Yeah, no, that's no good. So, so we know, were kind of like, we were kind of <laughs> sketch on it. I really finally, and, and, and maybe after all this, now I have to dig up the original audio because the original audio really is you just bitching at me that I'm annoyed by having to put it on my phone. Well, um, yeah, I was because they were calling me like, hey, make sure Patrick downloads okay. Snapshot. So you were more annoyed that they were annoying Annoyed you. me, yeah. All right, there you go. So secondhand annoyance second-hand gets transferred onto me. Okay. Yes. It's a real thing, boys and girls. But I, So I tweeted about it. I mm-hmm. said, you know, progressive. I love you. I love your. I love their ads. Yeah. Like I actually have said to Pat, I, I don't mind giving them my money for their awesome ads. It's a decent marketing uh, campaign. Flow is great. Yeah. I love the "Don't turn into your parents" ads. Those, those are fabulous. Are those are my. Yeah. Those make me laugh so hard. But this time, I was like, you know, I feel like no matter how well you drive. They are going to give you a shitty, yes. a shitty grade, See, okay. so they can because they then they say you're headed towards a rate increase. Okay, yeah. So now tell me about this because again, you were the one who who set up all of our auto insurance when we moved here to Arizona, and so what is the pitch? Is the pitch the pitch is is basically good? You get rewarded for good driving. And but like, what's the price? So like, are they so we, saying here's what we're here's what we were paying. As of like yesterday. Okay. Uh, we were paying $90 a month. $90. Yes. Okay. Nine zero. Nine zero. Okay. So they said, hey, here's uh, your info, your cars, your ages, all that bullshit, and we will insure you for $90 for, yeah. a month. Full coverage for both our cars, $90 a month. And, that's with the snapshot okay. discount. So that's with the snapshot discount. What is said snapshot discount? So they say to get this rate, you have to have the snapshot. They didn't give me an exact number, but I found out today... When I canceled snaps, yes. Snapshot, yes, I, they were like, well, your rates are going to go up. I'm like, how much? Because I'm like, I feel like you were going to raise my rate anyways based on this bullshit app. Yeah. Um, it, 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 we go up $30 a year. 30 bucks a year. And I really, really, truly believe that they would have raised it even more so, than that if we kept <laughs> Snapshot. Because I, I'm just like, you, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have any speeding tickets. Yeah. I don't have any accidents. For fuck's sake, I use my turn signal. Nobody uses that anymore. She really does. She's a pretty decent driver. I am, and that's why I'm like, C minus. Like, you I guys mean, are full of it. I guess I do get it, because that is kind of like, um, you're at the point where if it's if we're insuring your home, do we get to have cameras or some kind of a monitoring over your home and say, normally we'd insure it for whatever it is, but we'll give you this discount if yeah. we can monitor but then you start getting all these things about, hey, if you got better windows, you can serve more energy. Exactly. Hey, your yada, yada, yada is a hazard. You need to fix this or else it's you're going to get a rate increase. It's Big Brother. It's somebody breathing down your neck all the time. Look and at you. Sound like a fucking patriot. You hear her? She's ready to storm the goddamn Capitol. Well, I did. I, t- <laughs> I tweeted about it and a former progressive employee tweeted yes. at me. They're like, you're absolutely right. You should get rid of it. They're oh, like, it's, it's bullshit and it's Big Brother. Okay, so... So talk to me about that. So we basically, after having it for what, two months? 
Uh, yeah, month, about two months. Maybe a month, month and a half, two months. Uh, me and you, now that we've seen our our grades ding down, and now they're officially saying, hey, guys, if you don't clean up your driving, you we're going to jack your rates we're gonna by jack the end your of the rates year. Up, yeah. right? So now all of a sudden you're saying, oh, shit, what are my rates going to be? So we kind of come to that conclusion that I'm like, I think I'm done with this shit. And you investigated, like you said, you, uh, you opted out. We're paying a $30 increase per year, which, you know. Is very manageable. You are basically paying them 30 bucks to go away. It's yeah. 30 bucks to shut the fuck up. And it's like basically yeah. what it is. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like not even $3 a month. I can deal with that. Have you that thought about, stomach. have you, like, is there any part of you that would like go to a different uh, auto insurance company? I don't know. I might, I might pick around with rates a little bit. The reason I'm so hesitant to change is because right before, we moved to Arizona. I did some shopping around online mm-hmm. for car insurance quotes because I was I was actually really excited because I'm like, it's going to be cheaper because we're leaving Michigan. Sure. So I shopped around a little bit and I got harassed and I'm still being harassed mm-hmm. by companies who I looked up a quote for. <laughs> they are calling me daily. They are texting me daily. And that's why I'm hesitant to go to somebody else because the other companies are driving me insane. Not to uh, divert too much on sidetrack road, but my friend Jared, he was my, he was my tattoo artist in Flint. Michigan. Oh yeah. Oh, he's a great artist. Um, he just uh, kind of fell into the same thing where he was searching for health insurance. Oh God. So what he did was, and he actually posted uh, the snapshot so I can show them to you. Uh, He posted them on Facebook. He connected them all in a group text and (laughs) told them that they had to compete for his business by solving riddles. Shut up. And I shit you not. Two of them opted in. No. Two of them legit are like love riddles. Let's go. Way. Let's fucking go. You know what? It, I hope I'll he picks from that. one of those two because that's amazing. That's amazing. That's actually worth it. Yes. No, these companies are sending yeah. me like automated texts like yeah. you started a quote. So, okay. So that's, see, my thing's been for auto insurance and even to be honest, uh, wireless carriers, um, definitely all the streaming and all that. Since it's gone digital, and I don't have to physically do the fight. Because remember, you know, you wanted to fucking cancel. You had to make the phone call. Oh, yeah. And they have the retention department. Yep. Whose sole job is to just fucking annoy you into not Not leaving, canceling, yeah. And doing anything they can do. They'll and, keep you on the phone for hours. Oh, just, what can we do? Yeah. They'll, 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 anything. What? Please. Can I call about fucking babysit for you? Whatever <laughs> it takes. So, if you know, progressive would babysit for me, I'd keep snapshots. But, 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 so as soon as all that kind of went digital and we lost that touch of, of doing it face to face, I became a little hooker as far as going to the best deal. Oh, yeah. I used to go easily year to year between Geico, progressive, Geico, yeah. progressive. Um, I've already what our our wireless carrier since our time together when we first got our first phone plan, which is really when your relationship starts, right? It was a big deal Isn't I, when, when I got on his phone plan. When you're huge, on a family yeah. plan, it's like fuck, we're legit now. I'm taking love, care of you. I love how we had a baby first, no, no, no. but it wasn't legit till you we can, got on a family listen, phone plan. <laughs> you can walk away from babies, but you don't want someone to have access to your phone information. Um, but you know, we've gone through what I think T-Mobile, AT&T, and now we're on Verizon Verizon. and I'll fucking leave Verizon too. If like things get better somewhere else. Well, and they do the, the companies still make it 
some of them make it hard to cancel. Like I mean, you, yeah. you do you have to a, dig a little bit. A lot of them, you're, they're like, you have to call. And today, I, I mean, snapshot. They're like, you can opt out, but they don't tell you how. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you're going to make me work for this. So I decided, I'm like, all right. Because I, I was I was working at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't talk on the phone. So I'm like, I'll chat with somebody yeah. and see if I can get it done that way. Or if they're, they're going to be douchebags and like, you have to call and talk to us about it. And they didn't. They just chatted and said, your rate's going to go up $30 a year. And I said, awesome. Get rid of Snapshot. Yeah. So we're done with it. Yeah, man. See, that's what I, I just I, I, I just call BS on it because I, I, I'm not a perfect driver by any means, mm. but I I do. There are a lot of cops around here that are always waiting to pull somebody over in our area, in Tucson in general, like they are out. So that's why I'm like, I'm, I don't, I really don't do more than five over because yeah, I don't want to, sure. I don't want to get pulled over. So you just don't want them creeping over your well, shoulder my thing. on top of that. I, I'm like, you are going to give me a C minus based on like what? You know what I mean? And then you're going to raise my rates at the end of the year. They so don't tell I, you what the events are, what you did wrong. They're just like, you are hard you on appeal? your brakes. Is there an appeal process? Can you appeal your events? Can I every day uh, like contest them or something? If I if it was detailed enough, and this is why I wonder what the plug-in device is like. If it was detailed enough that you could click on your events and see where they're yeah. telling you you messed up, I might be a little more easygoing. But it just says like 11 events. But that's it. It doesn't show you where. It doesn't say what. It just, see, and, yeah. And this every, is... And they, the progressive employee on Twitter did say that hard breaks is their go-to. They're like, they will, they'll nail anybody on hard breaks. I'm like, give part of me a break. Again, (laughs) one, that's just how I drive. Two, if the pedestrian has the right of way, (laughs) you're going to break hard. Do I break hard or fuck it? Just happen, you know? And just be like, listen, Flo said it's okay. Flo's watching me right now. I can't afford a hard break. Yeah, see, I grew up way too fucking Catholic-y where I was so I was always convinced that fucking Jesus or God or the I mean, the Catholics really got I love it the good. way you dropped an F bomb in the same I have sentence. to, right? Just because my mom would hate that shit. I have to do it like subconsciously. Okay. I, I know. But you, like, okay. you know, the Catholics, they have a real good uh, uh, lock on the Holy Trinity, which is really like there's all eyes on you. It's yeah. everything. Somebody's it's a ghost. It's real. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dude. And I was afraid to even masturbate, man. <laughs> so, you know, as soon as like, like this just dings everything. Like ding, 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 ding. Like this is, I'm like, ooh, it's like someone just keeping an eye on me. I well, don't like it. I'm going to give you um, an, a reason to celebrate. Yeah. Pat, yeah. you were right. Yeah, thank you. Very that doesn't happen. Listen, married folks. You know how li- how little that happens. Listen, long-term relationship folks. Listen to anyone who wants to make it work. You have to know how to say those words eventually. You were it's, right. It's going to suck, and it's going to suck, but one day they're going to get said back to you. And on this one, I knew I was right. I knew I was. Well, and I, if I would have gotten like a B... And you would have gotten like a C minus. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would have been more like. Well, See, so really, you really just wanted to prove that I, that you were a better driver than me. So that's what this was really about. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty much. <laughs> Always a competition. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.